Hello, this is Marlena Birch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for February 5th. More detail on the wheat markets can be found in the written report on the Sask Wheat website. Regarding overall comments on last week's markets, well, CBOT wheat futures traded in a narrow range this past week. There is a lack of fresh fundamental news with technical trading and currency valuations driving current movements. But we will have a new USDA roster report next week, or this, this ongoing week, which may help provide new market direction. The FAO raised its 23-24 production estimate for wheat by 1.4 million tons to 788.5 million, which is still 2.2% lower than the 22-23 total. And looking to 24-25, the International Grains Council is forecasting global 24-25 wheat production to improve compared to this past harvest. Meanwhile, the EU and Black Sea countries need to find a record 9 million tons per month of export demand to reach current export forecasts before new crop arrives. This somehow needs to be achieved with two conflicts being fought along the supply chains to the Middle East and Asian markets. Again, futures traded in a narrow range last week. March 24, uh, Chicago winter wheat closed at 5.99.6, down 6.6 cents on the week. March 24, Kansas hardware winter wheat closed at 6.25, up half a cent on the week. And March 24, Minneapolis hardware spring wheat closed at 6.99.6, down four cents on the week. US wheat markets are currently trading eight to 12 cents lower per bushel this Monday morning at the time of taping. And in terms of cash trades last week, there was little volume business to speak of. Turkey sold an additional 150,000 tons of durum wheat, and we'll talk about that later. The Philippines bought 98,000 tons of Australian feed wheat for April-May arrival. Korea bought 12,000 tons of U.S. white wheat, 12,000 tons of hard red winter, and 12,500 of hard red spring wheat, all um, at 244 to 303 for parity. Thailand bought a total of 120,000 tons March-April feed wheat, and that was reportedly based on Black Sea execution again. This is $20 below what the Philippines paid for Australian feed wheat, but Thailand doesn't have a 7% import tariff. So now here comments on the major markets by wheat origin, and per usual we start with Canada. Next Thursday, StatsCan will report on grain stocks for December. The average trade guess is to see 20.7 million tons of wheat compared to 23 million tons last year. The range of estimates is from 3.5 million tons tighter to 1.1 million tons tighter than in December 22. Early 2024 acreage forecasts for the US and Canada suggest there will be little change to US or Canadian spring wheat acres despite lower prices and narrower margins. Regarding handling stats last week, Canadian producers delivered a big 663,000 tons of wheat into the handling system. However, Canadian exporters loaded a relatively modest 341,000 tons of wheat in week 26. 
Year-to-date wheat exports reached 10.5 million tons, which is 6% ahead of last year's exports. We hope the export pace stays up, as this will also lower carrying stocks next crop year. We think that as prices fall, there is a declining likelihood of further decreases, but at the same time, the indications of more distressed sellers trying to generate cash for spring inputs given expensive storage and finance costs. Durham. Importantly, Turkey tended to sell another 150,000 tons of durum last Friday. This means that the Turkish marketing organization, the TMO, issued additional export licenses for durum accordingly. Turkey ended up selling 150,000 tons at 354 to 405 to Italy and to Tunisia. This further lowers this winter's export potential of Canadian durum into Italy and into Tunisia. We talked about the role of Turkey and in this year's Durham markets at the Think Wheat meetings. We have experienced a declining market share of Canadian Durham to Italy this year, while Turkey has taken up most, almost a third of the Italian Durham market. In fact, about 1.5 million ton of the European and North African demand has been filled by Turkish exports or re-exports, and this demand will not be, re be recovered this year. The relatively small 2023 crop should keep Canadian ending stocks within about 650,000 tons this year, but this is still about 200,000 tons higher than last year's. We also worried whether the Turkish marketing organization will again issue licenses for Durham exports next year and what this competition will do to next year's Canadian market share into the EU and North Africa. And to it, Durham exports for week 26 at 40,000 tons were relatively small for a year-to-date total of 1.6 million tons compared to 2.7 million tons last year to date. Canadian Durham exports lagged last year's by 1.1 million tons. We would prefer to be 100% sold of old crop now and watch for opportunities to sell the remaining crop. Moving on to the U.S., U.S. export sales of 323,000 tons were within the trade estimate of 275 to 600,000 tons, while the season total of 16.9 million tons is up 4% on last year, against the USDA forecast decline of 4.5%. U.S. wheat exporters may be eyeing some unexpected demand by Brazil to help offset possible sales of Argentine wheat to China. In Australia, wheat markets were little changed and remain in the well-defined range of Australian dollar 365 to 375. In Argentina, as mentioned, millers in Brazil are contemplating the consequences of China's approval of Argentine wheat for import because additional flows of wheat from Argentina to China may force Brazil towards other origins. Brazilian January imports are estimated at half a million tons, which is up 18% on January 2023. The final report by Bosch on the Argentine crop reiterated the 15.1 million ton production estimate. The USDA is using 15 million tons. On Turkish wheat, the Turkish wheat production forecast for 23-24 is at 19.5 million tons which is tied for second biggest, the second biggest wheat crop. 
it was up year over year by more than 2 million tons because of favorable growing conditions. Regarding the European Union, um, French and Belgian farmers angry about rising cost, environmental policies and cheap food imports blocked highways and access roads to a major container port last Tuesday as the protests spread across Europe. And in France, farmers who have been protesting for over two weeks stepped up their pressure on the government by blocking highways with their tractors near Paris and setting bales of hay ablaze to partly block access to Toulouse Airport. In the Black Sea, prices remain ill-defined, but it appears the Black Sea was the origin for Thailand's feed wheat purchase. Russian contacts tell us that they're happy with prices that they have received this year and are particularly happy with the volumes sold. So to summarize what we consider most significant during the past week, the FAO raised the 23-24 production estimate for wheat by 1.4 million tons to 788.5 million. And looking at 24-25, the International Grains Council is forecasting global wheat production to improve compared to this past harvest. Early acreage estimates for the US and Canada suggest there will be little change to US or Canadian spring wheat acres. Um, additional flow of wheat from Argentina to China may force Brazil towards other origins, which may be advantageous for North American wheat. Uh, in Turkey, the foreign minister Hakan Fidan said on Sunday that Turkish President Tajib Erdogan will discuss a new mechanism to allow Ukrainian grain exports through the Black Sea. And he will discuss this with the Russian counterpart uh, Vladimir Putin during his upcoming visit to Turkey. According to the WTO, wheat shipments via the Suez Canal fell by almost 40% in the first half of January. But on the other hand, only 4.5% of all global dry bulk trade are set to move through the Suez Canal, which would mean that the overall impact on global grain transportation may be muted. Regarding Durham, as mentioned, Turkey sold an additional 150,000 tons to Italy and Turkey. So how would we summarize the week? Again, as prices fall, there's a declining likelihood of further decreases, but at the same time, the indications of more distressed sellers trying to generate cash to pay for spring inputs. Meanwhile, the EU and Black Sea countries need to find another 9 million tons per month of export demand to reach current export forecasts before new crop arrives. And this somehow needs to be achieved with two conflicts being fought along the supply chains to the Middle East and Asian markets. Traders are concerned about the developments in the Middle East and about geopolitical disputes in general. This kind of environment will keep markets steady to lower, but as the cheapest food grain, we could see wheat firming relative to corn. We would be fully sold Durham and wait a little to see if we get some spark growing in spring wheat markets. This is Marlena Bursch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete report online at saskweed.ca. Have a great week.